Let's rise before the King of Kings. Rise and lift up your voices and your hands. Not just your voices and your heart and your hands, but most importantly, your heart. Father, Lord, we bless and worship you because you are good. You are a good father. You are a good God. A good husband. A good friend. Shepherd of our soul. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. The one that makes us find peace in the midst of storm. Oh, shepherd of our soul, we worship you. Our guide, our maker, our sustainer. Lord, we thank you for every great pastures. We worship you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The shepherd of my soul. Lord, I give you full control. Wherever you may lead, I will follow. And I have made a choice to listen to your voice. Wherever it may lead, I will follow. Be it in the quiet pasture or by the gentle stream, the shepherd of my soul is by my side. Should I face the quiet mountains or the valley that empty, the shepherd of my soul is by my side. Do I have a witness? Let's go. The shepherd of my soul, Lord, I give, I give you full control. Wherever you may lead, wherever you may I follow, I follow. I've made a choice. Yeah, it's past two. 
You are God by yourself. There is none that you can do. There is nothing you cannot do. You are God by yourself. There is nothing you cannot do. You are God by yourself. Father, we worship you. Father, we give you praise. We adore you as, the, as people. In Jesus' mighty name, we decree. I make a declaration this morning, Lord, upon our lives that we will experience newness in the mighty name of Jesus. We will experience newness in the name of Jesus. New song upon our, in our mouth in the mighty name of New song in the name of Jesus. New song in the mighty name of Jesus. Our evident progress is now in the name of Jesus. I pray for this nation. Nigeria will experience newness in the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and just worship God for, for a few seconds. Worship God. Thank Him for the newness. Father, we worship you. We give you praise. Father, we worship you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Can we just appreciate God as we have our seat? Yeah. Good to see us in church. Good to have you in church. Wonderful people. Compliment of the season. Prosperous New Year. Yeah, good to have you. Can we just appreciate ourselves for being in church this morning? I sincerely not taking it for granted. I want to bless God that you're around. I thank you for coming to church this morning. I pray that the Lord will do that which he desires to do in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that we will not go back the way we've come to church in the mighty name of Jesus. So for the next few weeks, I, I really want to, I want us to study together. And by the way, I'm going to encourage us, please, uh, no matter what you're desiring or you're doing this year, please, Let's read the Bible together throughout the whole year. At least if it is once. Uh, if you are not very familiar with your Bible, you can start from John. John is a very interesting story. You know, but John knows how to write, how to experience. You know, he's a love man, but John is a very love man. So you know how to write book in such a way that it will be very loving. You can start from the book of John and you can then move to other books. Uh, so this morning, for the next few weeks, let's journey together as we study or we look into Proverbs 23. Proverbs 23 for the next few weeks. And this morning, I titled the message, I shall not want. I shall not want. So for the next few weeks, chapter me out, I shall not want. Okay, so for the next few weeks, we'll be looking at Psalm 23 as a series. Uh, let's open up the book of Psalm 23 as I read from verse 1 to the last verse. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Thank you for this morning. We give you praise. We adore you. We say that Holy Spirit have your way in our, in our midst. Not in the authorities of my words, but in that which you can do in the life of your people. We have come to one and dine with you. And we know that in your presence there is fullness of joy. And there is blessings forevermore. Lord, we don't want to go back home. The world will come. Lord, we pray that there will be deliverance. 
that which you desire to do in our lives. We bind every spirit that is not of God in this place. We say, Lord, have your way 100%. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Okay, so this morning, let's stay with the first verse, which is, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I would love to give the background of this particular psalm written by King David. King David was actually was once a shepherd, was once a shepherd, uh, he was called from the bush to come and he was called from the bush to be anointed, so he was once a shepherd, so he must have been writing these things, being a shepherd too, describing the character of God, describing the character of God, although he was, as at the time he wrote this, uh, this particular chapter, Psalm 23, he was actually going through, uh, he was in the dark valley when he wrote this particular chapter. Um, and um, according to what was written, the background history of this particular Psalm 23, um, King David just left uh, a place. Um, he was hiding, and one of his own particular person betrayed him and told King Saul that King David was actually in a particular place. So King David was informed ahead of time that King Saul is coming after him. So King David ran out of that place, and when he was running out of the place, he was short of food. Now, betrayer and short of food. So the only place King David could run into was the temple. King David ran into the temple, and King David did what he ought not to do. He ate a sacred food. Are you hearing me, church? The food that is meant for only the priests. Because King David needed to eat, King David ate the food and his home and his people. And when they finished eating, they ran out of the church, or let me call it temple. They ran out of the temple, and on their way to the valley, they were told that King Saul has got into the temple, and King Saul killed all the priests with their family. And when David heard this, David was like, okay, how can I escape from this anointed enemy? How can I escape? Because this man is anointed. Not only anointed, is the principal, is the king. So King David was terrified at this particular time. Then King David, and that is it. You are not, you are not, you are not just born again because you need to be born again. You need to do like God. King David was speaking the end in, from the beginning. He was not speaking his reality. The Lord is my shepherd. Though I walk through the valley of shadows of death, I shall fear no evil. Praise God. If you look at verse Psalm 22, 23, 24, you will see how King David was actually prophesying. And that is what happened. When we, not, when we are not speaking on the point where, on, on our, when we are not speaking according to our reality, we tend to become a prophet. Are, are you getting me, church? And that's why you see that most of the major books were written, you will read it from, you will write from the back to the front. A child of God is not expected to speak the reality. You speak the future. Because God did not see you poor. God only see you rich. Praise God. A manufacturer will not see the beginning of a pro produce or a product. He will only see the end of it. Because he knew what the end looks like. And if you are a child of God, you must always speak the end. Don't speak what you are going to right now. You speak what is going to happen to you. And that was where the scripture says, let the weak say, I am and when the whole nation is saying that we say cast it down but for you you shall be saying what so you can't be speaking your reality you can only speak what 
your future. Hallelujah. So David was speaking and from the beginning because he does have the, an expectation. Don't forget what that scripture says. God says before you were born, I, even, I know you. He said, I ordain you. I have a plan for you. And not just a plan that is unexpected. So you have to start from the expected end into what? Into your reality. You cannot confess your reality. And the good side is that a moment you start speaking in that reality, you become a prophet. Because even sometimes when you are saying some things, you will not know. Because if you look at Psalm 22, David actually quoted what is going to happen to Jesus Christ. He said, oh God, how are, why are you forsaking me? What Jesus will say on the cross. And if you get to verse 20, chapter 24, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up. He was talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is how powerful we can be when we are speaking the future. Am I talking to us now? Now, when David was actually in the context of the Lord is my shepherd, the Lord there was actually referring to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Although he was speaking to his situation, yet he was talking about his own son yet unborn. Am I talking? He was speaking to a situation, but yet he was talking about his son and he was talking about God in flesh. And David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, there are two sides to it. By the definition of a shepherd, if you check that scripture, uh, the, the word shepherd is from the Hebrew word roha, roha, which means a best friend or a teacher or a ruler, or to pastor, to tend, or to grace. So in other words, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my best friend. I might have the anointed one running after me, but the Lord is my best friend. A best friend is a reliable friend. Not just a friend. A best friend is a friend you can lean on. A best friend is the one that knows you in and out. David just ate something that looked sacred. Naturally, it should have died by law. Something must have kept David alive. David said, this God, this Lord is my Jesus knows all about us. Yes, son of praise, Your wife is your, your when your spouse is your friend, is the best thing that will happen to anybody. 
Because the role of a friend is not the role of a spouse. A friend knows you in and out. A friend does not open you up in your, weak, in your area of weaknesses. A friend covers you in your weakness. Am I talking to us now? A friend preempts you ahead of what is going to happen. David said, the Lord is my best friend. And that's the way it must be for you this year. You can't rely on anybody except God, except Jesus. You can't rely on your husband, on your wife, on your friends. Praise God. He knows your struggles. He bears your pain. Am, am I talking to Ross Church? He bears your pain. It's the best thing that could happen to us as a child of God. When you are going to just try and lean on, lean on him. Just try and talk to him as a friend. He knows how to handle it. He's the best handler of all situations. Hallelujah. What a love. What a love. What a lover. What a lover. Your best friend is your best love. Am I talking to us, church? Your best friend is what? Is your best love. Because love is all about giving. Love is not about, it's not about envy. It's about just making sure that you are fulfilling destiny. Jesus knows your struggle. When David was going through at that moment that even when he hurt, because when he was hitting it, it looks as if it is sacred. And while he was on his own, it's gone. Because every nation, every king needs a priest. In fact, David was nobody. He was anointed by a priest. So in his life, the father figure for him must have been a priest. And a father has been killed. In other words, your friend is not your father. Your friend is much more. David said, at this level of my life, the Lord is my best friend. And he will. I'm not a friend like a lonely Jesus. No. does not condemn. A good friend does not condemn. You remember the case of that prostitute. When they brought the prostitute to Jesus Christ, while every other individual saw the weaknesses and caught in the act, if I have to go by what the scripture says, the man did not see that situation. Rather, Jesus saw the end. Because according to history, the best evangelist ever, even till now, the best evangelist ever was married the prostitute. She stood out among the disciples that, according to history, although we could not lay hands on the book, but a book was written by her. Jesus could see strength, not weakness. And that's why I'm going to beg, I'm going to tell you, brother, throughout this year, always tell yourself, the Lord is my best friend. Let Jesus be your sucker. When it looks as if something is wrong, just tell yourself, the Lord is my best friend. If you have to cry on his shoulder, cry and weep in your, in your prayers, in your secret, he's going to handle it. He knows you by name. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your strength. When you are falling, he understands. When you are rising. <laughs> Hallelujah. David said, the Lord is my, the Lord is my, Lord. now another minute, the word Roha, another minute is a teacher. A teacher, so he teaches you all things. He teaches you all things. The Lord is my, the 
shepherd. The Lord is my teacher. The Lord is my ruler. The Lord is my best friend. The Lord is my best friend. David understood what it means because he knew that <laughs> a desperate sheep needs a desperate shepherd. Do you hear what I just said? Right? A desperate sheep needs what? A desperate shepherd. And he knew that this kind of shepherd is not just like every other shepherd. He knows how to leave the other 999 and run after one that is lost. You can't be lost in the hands of the Lord, no matter what happens around you. You can't be lost. You will always be found. Because scripture says, I have engraved thee in what? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. So now, if you consider Psalm 22, verse Psalm 24, you realize that Jesus, David was actually talking about his uh, great, 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 great grand son who is going to rule uh, where this wish in Egypt. He has not even, as at this moment, David has not entered into full kingship because he's not yet ruling over Judah and, and Israel. But he could see there will be a son that Skepta will not leave the house of, of David. And he could see a son as a shepherd. He could see us in that situation. And David said, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. So in other words, he was considering Jesus Christ as a good shepherd. If you read, and that's what a friend does. That's what a friend does. A good friend, a good best friend. John 10, 10 to 13. John 10, 10 to 13. The Bible says, a thief has only one thing in mind. I'm actually reading TPT. A thief was, has only one thing in mind. He was to steal, slaughter, and destroy, just like the way Paul was against David. But I have come to give you everything in abundance. More than you can expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. I am the good. I am the good shepherd. Who lays down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep? I lay down. So Jesus was saying, I'm a good shepherd because I'm going to lay. And that's what a friend does. He desires you have a life in overflow. Say, I live an overflow life. Shout at me, I live an overflow life because I have a friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. Such a terrible person that he has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I've come 
to give you life and overflow life by laying down my own life for you. It doesn't matter how it looks. Just like what I told them a few days ago in one of our power hour. Jesus declared, in fact, few places where Jesus spoke about the end on a journey. Jesus said, let's go to the other side. He must have been talking because he knew there would be a storm. Then, in the middle of what Jesus said, there was a storm. And they went to him, care you not that we perish? Jesus looked at them, oh, you of little faith. If you know that I've declared the end, even before I started the journey, you will have stayed with what I've said. You will not have been burdening yourself with the storm. Praise the Lord. This year, that year of evident progress, it doesn't matter the storm in the middle. When the storm arises, tell yourself, the Lord is my best friend. Hallelujah. It, things can't go wrong around you. Things can't go wrong in this year. I tell you, 2023 is your year. And there will be testimonies. Because you have a friend that have laid down his life for you. Satan, I have a good shepherd. What a friend I have in Jesus. Satan, I have a good shepherd. A best friend that understands me. Jesus doesn't need anything from you to lay down his life. He just lay it down for you to have an overflow life. A life of abundance. Shout at me, the Lord is my shepherd. Shout at me, the Lord is my best friend. Shout at me, the Lord is my best friend. Shout at me, it's a privilege to have him as your best friend. The Bible said the name of the Lord is a mighty tower. The righteous run into it and there what? There is a place of safety for us in this year. There's a place of safety. Jesus does not see your weakness. He only sees your strength. Oh, what a friend we have. be a resolution in your spirit that is all the way with Jesus. Are you getting me? A moment you want to feel somehow disturbed, turn into what? Turn into your best friend. In your moment of down, in your down moment, cry to your best, best friend. In your up moment, where you are going on, you are celebrating. When they were saying, Rankade, they say, to God be the glory. Turn into the best friend. When it looks as if you are disappointed, you are betrayed. Just like the way it happened to David. Do what? Declare what David declared. He said, the Lord is what? My best friend. Who said about this Jesus Christ that is a best friend is that? He's not just a good shepherd. He's a great shepherd. Shatami, Jesus is a great shepherd. Shatami, Jesus is a great shepherd. Shatami, Jesus is a great shepherd. Crown it loud. Jesus is a great shepherd. Hebrew 13 verse 20. Hebrew 13 verse 20. And the Bible says, Now may the God who brought us peace by raising from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ. 
so that it will be the great word. You don't see that scripture. Now the God of priests that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. So when Jesus laid down his life, he remained a good shepherd. But when he resurrected, listen, a good shepherd makes you good. A great shepherd leaves you with power. You didn't hear what I've just said now. A good shepherd protects you. Your weaknesses make you, do you understand? Good. A great shepherd lives, enhances you, enables you, gives you power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now may the God who brought us peace by raising from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, so that it will be the great shepherd of his what? Of his flock. And by the power of the blood of the eternal covenant. So the great shepherd brings to the fullness the covenant that you will need to enjoy. So when you are saying the Lord is my shepherd this year, you are not just talking because you need help. You are talking because greater is he that is in you than he that is in when David was saying, the Lord is my shepherd, he's not just talking about what he's going to his test. He's still saying, I am covered. No weapon form of fashion against me shall what? Shall prosper. A great shepherd is an intercessor. By the, by the version of the great shepherd, you are justified during the week. You know what I'm trying to do for the next two, one month? Please, if you can be in second service, be in second service because I want to speak to us. I want a revival in this church. I want to speak to our mind. On Wednesday, I've been dealing with the rudiments of, 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 of spirituality. On second service, I've been dealing with the Pentecost. This first service, I'm going to say with Psalm 23. But you will see how great you are in all these things. Praise the Lord. Listen, by the great shepherd, you are justified. No matter what you do, God cannot see your sin. God will only see the blood. God will only see the blood. Now, hear me. When you are taking a... a <laughs> Hear me. One of the things they will say to um, someone that has done something wrong is that by the law, he's not yet condemned. What is the law terms they use in law? They use a term for them. Eh? Suspect, God bless, the suspected robber. As long as you are not judged, you are still under suspect, no matter the sin you commit. That a moment you are brought to the court, the only reason why you are brought to the court is for you to be judged. But at the point of judgment, there is one that is standing there. Romans 8, verse 34. Who then is left to condemn us? Certainly not Jesus. The anointed one, for he gave his life for us. And even more than that, he has conquered death and is now risen, exalted, and enthroned by God at his right hand. Did you see that? So even when you are at the courtroom, what can I do now? I need mess. That is one that is saying, you don't need to do anything because my blood is here. So as you are appearing, before even the devil could talk, a blood is risen. And Jesus, God, could only see the blood. Even before anything could happen, you are justified. You remain righteous in Christ. Oh, you did not hear what I've just said. You remain righteous. So no one can condemn you. Romans 8.34 No one can condemn you because you are justified at all times. Who is it that will condemn it? It is Christ that died. Yeah, rather that it is risen again. Who is ever the right hand of God? Who is also making intercession or what? 
so there is no sin. I'm no longer to hide as a child of God. I'm no Shepherd, Hebrew 4 15. Hebrew 4 15. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. We do not have <laughs> we do not have an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in our point, them like as we are, yet without sin. So when he's going to the to the throne, he said, I understand, I understand God. But you see what he has done. The devil will be saying, But you know, you know, <laughs> when you are in the flesh, you have the tendency, devil. And God will be like, But why will he? Why will he? God will say, Only see my blood, God. I die for all this. For I bear their burden, I bear their sickness. I became poor so that they can be rich. And that's your place of enablement. That's your place of power. Just like what I told them on Wednesday, a righteous child is a, a remain righteous. Your righteousness is not by your work, it's by a finished work. Did you hear me? And what does it mean? It's a very strong growth tool. It's a way to make you not to be seen conscious, but rather to be your righteousness. What? Shout at me, Jesus is my best friend. Shout at me, Jesus is a great shepherd. Don't ever see what you are going through. See who you are in Christ Jesus. Because you have a friend who is a great shepherd. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my life, my and my soul is cornerstone, good solid ground, firm to the fearless ground, and Jesus is in Christ alone because he's the great shepherd. Listen to me, church. This year, when because you're going to manifest, as you begin to manifest, some people will want to use your weaknesses to taunt you. They want to bring you to your place of weaknesses. Don't allow it because it's a form of abuse. Did you hear me, church? They are from the pit of air. Because it's only, it's only the devil that is an accuser of brethren. They were as good as accusers of brethren. When they were talking, be talking to yourself, I have a friend, a great shepherd. Listen, 
Sometimes your enemy can be an anointed enemy. Oh, you didn't hear what I've just said. Paul was an anointed enemy to David. It can even happen in the church. But talk to yourself in Christ alone. My hope is found. It's my life, my strength, my soul. It's cornerstone. It's solid ground. Firm through the fierce and proud and strong. What height of love. What depth of Yes, 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 yes. When things are still, when fighting cease, my comforter, my hope is born. Here in the love of Christ, I So when you're walking on the road, you don't have something. In fact, even if somebody you love so much just betray you, talk to yourself, the Lord is my shepherd. Wake up in the morning. And as you're telling yourself, the Lord was there, remember him as a friend. Remember him as a good shepherd. Who laid down his life? Remember him as a great shepherd. Who intercedes on your behalf at all times? Who is a lawyer that you did not pay for or pay to, but that does his work at every point in time? Who is always in the courtroom, seated at the right side of God, making things happen for you? Now, Another good side of this shepherd is that he's a sheep shepherd. Shepherd me a sheep shepherd. Shepherd me a sheep shepherd. Shepherd me a sheep shepherd. If you check your Bible, First Peter five four. First Peter five four. First Peter five four. First Peter five four. And when the sheep shepherd appears, did you see that? First Peter five four. And when the sheep shepherd appears, did you see it? And when the sheep shepherd shall appear, you shall all receive a crown of glory that fadeth not. This Jesus is not only preparing you for heart, he's such a friend that is preparing for your eternal glory. Hallelujah. He's the soon coming king. You are going to reign with him. Oh, you, you, you do hear what Paul said? But Paul said to live is for Christ and to die is gain. So nothing can take you out of this world. There is a destiny. There is a protection. There is a protection of life for you. When David was at that valley, unknown to him, he's going to become the king of Israel. Unknown to him, he's going to have a Solomon. Listen to me. The day you give your life to Christ, every part of your destiny has been taken care of. He knows my name. He knows my every thought. As you are falling, is at your beneath to pick you up. Are you getting me, church? He said, he said, he said, if this God can know the <laughs> can feed the sparrow, how much more you? How much more? How much more you? How much more you? Nothing around you can go wrong that God did not, that Jesus did not know before it happens. Even when it happens, appreciate God because God is there with you. Are you hearing me, church? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Shout out to the Lord. 
is my shepherd. Some of them, the Lord is my good shepherd. You are not saying it convincingly. The Lord is my good shepherd. The Lord is my great shepherd. The Lord is my sheep shepherd. So when anything happens around you, they just told you about something. They just said you will see. Tell them. When your body is aching, talk to your body. The Lord is my shepherd. When there is no money in your pocket, talk to yourself. The Lord is my shepherd. When you're on the road and there's a little bit of fear, say to yourself. The more you talk to yourself, the more you build your confidence in that relationship. Praise God. Then David said, he affirmed the authority of Christ in his life. And David now said, because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not I shall not. Because everything that is needed is taken care of by the best friend. Praise God. I want to do justice this morning to that aspect of wants. Because sometimes it looks as if we don't have. And yet, we are declaring we, don't, we have. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying, right? Because this man was at a valley. Sincerely, he does lack some things if you have to go physically. So how can you handle that? I pray that this time will be enough for me. Listen to me, church. The irony of life is that you might think you need something, but you don't really need it. Because the word want, the word want is from the word kahasra. Kahasra is from the Hebrew word kahasra, which means to decrease or to lack. Hallelujah. Or to have a need to decrease, to lack. Ask yourself this morning, that thing you need or you want, if you have to go by the Hebrew word, Kahasha, is it causing you to be decreased? Anything that you look as if you don't have but does not decrease you, that does not mock God in your life, is not yet a want. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said now. You didn't hear me. Anything you desire to have, because sometimes we needed some things, unknown to us that that thing is not decreasing us. Unknown to us that we have it, but it's not just the right kind. Anything that you are shouting that you, in fact, quickly do an essay to what you need right now. Can that thing mock God in your life? If it's not mocking God, is it not the same you? My wife, stand up. Sorry, my dear. I know you have some needs. Turn around. Sorry, sorry. Turn around, just turn around. Sorry, sorry. Oh yeah, turn back to me. Can anybody see this one and say she really need, is, will anybody not see this one and glorify God in her life? Is she decreasing? No, when you wake up in the morning, you might know you need, you have a need, but your enemy is looking at you as if you are, you are even, are you telling us to say church? You are thinking of your need, but they are thinking that you are not decreasing. You don't even, sit down my dad, you don't even appreciate God that God is taking care of you somehow. The same you, they thought by now, you won't have any any child around you, your children are growing up. 
they are becoming better. The same you they thought you don't have money. They were checking you the last time you drive your car. You are driving that car every day. Even though you are driving it with 10 naira PMS, you don't even have money to buy fuel. But the fact, the fact is that you are surviving one way or the other. Oh, am I, are you hearing me, church? Say God is taking care of me. Say God is taking care of me. Few days ago, they dealt with you in the middle of your sleep. They gave you food. In their realm of the spirit, they thought you would not wake up to wear dress. In fact, when you are coming out, your chest was so good that you are walking like and you're like, ah, say the Lord is taking care of me. Say the Lord is taking care of me. With what they have done, they thought by now you will not be able to hit again. But yet, every morning, even though it's only Gary, you are soaking. But yet, they still enter into your, into your stomach. You are not decreasing. Say to me, I'm not decreasing. Say to me, the Lord is my shepherd. Say to me, I shall not want. 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 talk to you in a minute. Sometimes we use some word that is not good for us. Please, be careful what you say. If you know the real Greek word, the word lackness, if you know what lackness means, you will not be saying you lack again. Because for me, I have not seen anyone that is experienced lack yet. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Do you know what it means to lack do you know what it means to lack? Hear me. If it is still 80%, you are not lacking. Lacking is 100% not having anything around. Oh. Oh, am I talking to you? Are you hearing me, church? Go and check. The, the word lack is actually from, um, and you know English, the way they borrow English. English is majorly from French, and then um, Hebrew, you know all those languages. Go where you get them. Go and Google the root word of lack. Is depravity. Am I right with that English? Depri. Am I right? Now to be hundred percent deprived of life, that is lack. Hundred percent deprived. You don't hear me. The only person that we can say lack is somebody that is in, in maximum prison. Even that one, he does not lack life because he still does have life. And there is still hope. And I'll tell you, one of the things that the devil was to Hebrew is a softness of those softness is still good for you to hold on to. Oh, you're not hearing me. Listen, you may not have some things, but those ones that you have, they are softness to keep you in the place of faith. Because as long as you are hoping, there is still a life for you. Am I talking to us? I'm not feeling you. Am I talking to you, church? As long as you stay in the place of hope, your faith is as good as of that mustard seed. That faith can still, can still make a mountain to tumble. So what the devil wanted to do is to magnify what you don't have to a place where it looks as if it's lackness, whereas it's not lackness. God is just allowing you to go 
in the way. And the people that are there, that are very rich, they understand this thing. They understand. It's we that we don't, you know, you don't, most time, go and check it out. What you are asking for, you just want to show. We still have this mentality that is not right. God, give me husband now, so that they can know. Paul did not marry, so you will, you will still be good even without me. I know you are going to get married, but I'm telling you that it's nothing new under the sun. Are you hearing me, church? If you check it very well, you just want to show, and that's not need, that's not want. Are you hearing me? That's not want. That's not need. In fact, as I'm talking to you, Travis Kalanick. How many of us know Travis Kalanick? That's the guy that owns Uber. Uber is the best transport or oil engine system in the world. Best app and best transport oil engine in the world. This guy did not have a car. And they have over 200 million sleeky cars under them. Travis himself did not have a car. Those are people that know that. And so you, you are saying, God is here. I must buy a car. No, when it has to do with God, it's unknown. He does not even see that in what you need. You are the one bothering yourself. Am I talking to us? This guy, this guy himself alone, Travis alone himself, worth four billion dollars. Is a four billion dollars rich, and yet he does not own the car. Uber alone, forty-nine point one nine billions worth of a business. He can actually tell them to buy him twenty-five cars, as in sleek cars. In fact, I was told in the course of watching World Cup, I Google a lot about Qatar. I realized that Uber in Qatar, the lowest car they use is Bentley. For taxi, for Uber. <laughs> I must go to that place one of these days. Because I, I love life. UAE, all those guys, the lowest car they use for Uber. Is it Bentley that they call out? It's okay? It's okay. Don't mind me. I'm <laughs> Hallelujah. And this guy does not own what? A car. And some of us this year, our desire is to have what? And we are judging God and our best friend in that regard. KICC Demu, say the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. As I'm talking to you right now, Warren Buffett has been among the world, the world best, the world richest for the past 15 years. In fact, as of 2022, he is the third richest. That guy has been there for the past 15 years. Him and uh, Big Gate. In fact, he was there before Big Gate. They never leave that board, though. I don't know what happened. They have been there for the past 15, 17 years. Hallelujah. And yet, in fact, as of 2022, his worth, Warren Buffett's worth is $108.7 billion. That's number three. The first one is 131. The second one is one. Um, you know, it's not, this guy is not the richest now. Tesla is not the richest now. It's number two. It's only one, 117 or 160. I can't remember now. Then Warren Buffett is number three. And yet, <laughs> do you know what shocked me about that guy? That guy is living in a house of $877,000. Oh, 
oh, you did not hear what I've just said. He's living in a house of a less than $1 million. Me and my wife, we love to watch this particular documentary. Is it documentary? There's this show on TVs where they show people that wanted to buy a house. I don't know if you watch it on ID. Do you watch it on ID too? We, I love to watch it a lot, you know. So most times we will see how they will go to the house, they will bargain, they will bargain, they will bargain. When I saw this one, I was considering how a, a $900,000 house would look like. In fact, probably just with three bedrooms and a kitchen and a, what have you. And yet, if, have you ever seen Mark Zuckerberg? I, I, know they, I don't know how to record that guy name there. That Facebook guy. Have you ever seen him recently? He does not wear Gucci. Have you noticed that? Because that is not his wants. Some of you, God is considering you as CEO of billionaire businesses. You are desiring to have a good shirt. What is wrong with Christians? You are reducing yourself to what you are not. Hear me and hear me well. As at the last time I checked, at the point when Queen Elizabeth was, was, was late, when he, when he died, the most, for me, for me, I need to write on this for me, the most funniest out of Queen Elizabeth property is that Queen Elizabeth owns all the dove. Is it dove? What is the name of that fish? That if it is not shark, dolphin. Thank you. Dolphin. He owns dolphin from UK to Ireland, Iceland to Austria. Dolphin of all things. Now, guess what? Virtually all gold and mineral resources around where Queen Elizabeth rules, she owns them. Do you think such a person will be desiring to have a gold or, or, or diamond or those things? You are a queen, you are a king, you owns all those things too. Why are you now desiring what you have? Oh, you are not hearing what I just said. <laughs> hey, you don't ask for what you have. You don't ask for what you have. You don't ask for what... Am I talking to us, church? You don't ask for what... You are a king, you are a queen, you are a priest. Oh, you can't lack because you have it. Secondly, I cannot lack because I have it. So if I was you, throughout 2020, you're supposed to be thinking of what you need. It's about ideas to bat new things. Because you are CEOs, you, you do things in billions, billion dollars, not in Naira. I don't know what I'm talking to. You are the best in your family. Ah, I don't know what I'm talking to. The Lord is your shepherd you cannot want. So if I was you, I do more of the principles. I stay more with the principles. Because even though the queen owns everything, if queens choose not to pay tax, nothing will happen. But if he does not pay the tax for a year, that will be a problem for her. You hold all what you need. Go by the principle of life and you will have all that you used to have. This guy, they understood how not to have a car, yet holds the best hub and the best energy system in the world. Praise the Lord. If this guy, Travis, if he desires to use the best car in the world, you, should I shock you? Should I shock you, Josh? The last time I checked, what is his name? I forget his name now. The owner of Tesla. 
Elon Musk car. Elon Musk Tesla car is the lowest of all Tesla. Praise God. Do you know why? When you naturally know you want something, it will not become what you need. As you are standing here now, if you have food to eat at home, you will not be hungry. Let there be no money and food. That is where you will be hungry. You have to condition your mind in such a way that you have much more than. Oh, did you have you forgotten that scriptures? Whatever you lay your hands on shall do what? Whatever you step upon shall do what? You are not, you are not, you are not just a normal human being. You do as occasion man. Whatever you suspend on earth is suspend in heaven. Whatever you release on earth is you release in heaven. You are powerful, you are not natural. Whatever you don't have, don't let the devil magnify it in your eyes. It's what is not yet time. You are glorious. You are marvelous. You are marvelous. So marvelous. Marvelous. Say Yahweh. Online, 
I, I don't know if you are here. I, I, I said to myself, God wanted to heal any. If I God wanted to take care of any needs in this church at this moment, and I said to myself that there's somebody that is watching us online that you have been crying for some days. I, I don't know what is wrong. Can you just, if you are there, can you just stretch your hands towards it, towards that screen? And everyone that is here begin to speak in tongues and say, Lord, is taking care of my body. He's taking care of my need. Go ahead and begin to decrease. Say, Lord is taking care of my need. God is taking care of my need. God is taking care of my need. Stretch your right hands to me. Stretch your right hands to me. And say, Lord is taking care of my need. Ah, God is meeting my need because he's my shepherd. God is meeting my need. My needs are taken care of. My needs are taken care of. My needs. My needs are taken care of. My needs. All mountains are coming. All mountains are coming down. All mountains. They are coming down for my sake. All mountains are coming down. All mountains are coming down. She stretches to me, she stretches to me. Father, we thank you. We join our faith in, in, in this morning. And we decree we, we agree together that all needs are met in the name of Jesus. Because the Lord is our shepherd. For that person online, you will not cry anymore. The Lord has met your needs today. The Lord, you will not find that in any longer. That boy is ill. That boy is taken care of. The Lord has healed him at this moment. Ah, the Lord has healed him at this moment. That thing, God, the Lord has taken care of it. Go ahead and clap your, do the clap of with your hands. Appreciate God with your clap of hands. Hallelujah. Let us, let's, let's have our seat. Are we really blessed this morning? Are we really, really blessed this morning? So the Lord is your shepherd. 